All right, good morning, everybody. Um, you know, coming coming off uh, off the scrimmage you here here today, I thought it was another uh, good opportunity. Um, you know, guys took advantage of uh, had about 110 plays. Um, you know, really, I think it was 50 plays with the ones. You know, 40, you know, five roughly with the twos, and then about 15 with the third group. You know, trying to get a look at everybody. Uh, you know, today just where they are after after a couple weeks of, uh, of practice. You know. Good amount of install. You're trying to see guys. Uh, you get out and operate. Did a better job. Uh, you know, uh, had ACC officials here today. Did a much better job in uh, limiting um, you know penalties. There were still some things that showed up that we got to get better uh, at and continue to trust our technique with. But um, and all in all, I thought it was cleaner in, in regards to uh, to that. Um, you know, it was good to see you know, you know, still different combinations. Uh, you know, Jordan. Uh, I know I mentioned the other day was going to get was going to get some work. We planned on on him having a, you know a couple series. You know we went out first series. I think he put together you know twelve play drive, extremely efficient. You know did a, a wonderful job. You know marching the ball down for a touchdown. And so uh, you know we got him got him twelve plays and uh, you uh, provided a great opportunity for you know, other guys to continue to get work. I think you know, Jordan's coming off you know going back and watching Thursday's practice. Um, you know, was really pleased with just all things that he's doing, and um, you know, playing at a high level is good today. You know, just uh, you know, starting off to see him go out and and uh, you know, play there. I guess he got probably, you know, 15, 16 plays. Had a couple situations there at the beginning, but uh, um, but I mean, he it, it's you know, he's getting better. And when your your best players are are improving, it's uh, you're definitely exciting for uh, you know for what's ahead. Um, you know, the uh, I've got to watch more with the. Um, you know, with the other quarterbacks, I mean, it was up and down today. Um, you know, I think you know all of them had you know good moments, but you know, just you know, a decision here or there that you know we've got to be cleaner with. Um, you know, make sure that we are you know, taking control of the offense. Um, you know, we had some guys that were a little bit limited uh, just in, in on, on number counts, but uh, as you're getting new personnel groupings. Um, you know, making sure that we're taking control of that as as it as it goes. Uh, you know, defensively, thought, thought we were you know flying around. Um, guys did a uh, a good job. You know, trying to play with tempo. Um, you know, had a, you know gave up a few few runs uh, that we got to we have to you know tighten up. Um, it was good. We had you know Trey and LT both went live today, so they were uh, uh, they were not in ta- you know in in. The, the tag mode that they've been, and you know, both those guys, you showed up with a couple of big plays, and um, but uh, you defensively, I thought responded very well. Um, you know, really good job, third down situations. Um, you know, it's a it's a, a good back and forth for what you're what you're hopeful to see with a team that has the uh, uh, the depth and the experience that we have, and you know, also some of the newcomers that have that have uh, you know, joined us and bringing great competition. So, uh, you know, a lot of things that we'll get to get to look out look at on film. Um, and tried to you know challenge all. We basically played it as a first half, uh, putting the ball down. Just uh, a lot of different s- situations that that showed up. Um, guys had to react to. Got some two minute drills. Um, you know, just it was. A, I thought it was a good good work day. So um, you know, pleased with the, with the with what we were able to do. Um, I think we're in a good spot in here. Nine nine practices in. Uh, you will have two practices this next week, and then leading leading into uh, you know the the. Spring Showcase Week, which uh, which will be a great opportunity in that third time of of getting a chance to go out there and uh, and play and scrimmage our guys uh, to, to continue to to improve and get better. Hi, Mike. With Jordan getting better and 
growing, especially the last few days, what you've seen from him, I guess, what areas are really standing out to you and impressing you about his, his upward mobility there? Well, I mean, you just see, you see rhythm and timing that, uh, you know, you, you just taking even, you know, I think that's one of his great talents is, un, is understanding, you know, understanding that. But, I mean, he is, you know, you see the confidence and, uh, you know, Building that with the guys that are around him, whether it's in in the running game, the passing game, you know, really in all things, um, you know, just how fast he's able to operate, uh, the efficiency, and in, in you know, really all things. And um, you know, I think he's doing a really good job. You know, had him uh, you know, once his day was done, you know, put him in, in a situation where he got to, uh, um, you know, got him on the headset. You know, tried to have him helping some of the young guys. Uh, you know, just in, in the things that needed to be talked about, you know, with those other quarterbacks, um, you know, just down on the sideline, you know, and, and I thought that was a, I think those are all good experiences for him. And, um, you know, it just, you know, he, he's being what we need him to be. And that's probably the, the thing that, uh, uh, I'm most proud of is when you have, you know, when you have your top players that are, are pushing like that, I mean, it's, it's fun. And, you know, we're having that for, with a lot of guys, you know, in a variety of different positions. Um, you know, Johnny had a, had a, you know, I know a couple of big plays. You know, he was on a, he's a little limited here today, but uh, you know, you know, showed up. You know, with when his number was called. Um, you know, like I mentioned, the backs. You know, your tight ends really, really pleased with what I'm continuing to see from from that group. Uh, you know, defensively, you know, our defensive front. I mean, it's you know, they present so many challenges, and uh, you know, they, we're trying to uh, see these guys. You. Know, Take the next step, and just um, you know, some of the newcomers that are here, and then you know guys that have been here. Uh, you know, just the consistency and the fundamentals. You know, Josh Farmer is another guy. You know, Josh Farmer, uh, Daryl Jackson. I mean, those those guys have been you know really good. Uh, you know, Fabian and and Jared were both you know, limited uh, on on snap counts, but uh, you know, uh, you know, I mean, you see Pat Pat Payton who had another good day. I mean, really. You know, Showing impactful moments, uh, our linebacking group. I mean, Kalen Deloach is is really coming along, and um, you know, uh, DJ Lundy. I mean, you know, definitely you know, flashed. I mean, it's it's fun. Omar Graham, uh, you know, the guy that you know, I'm definitely excited about what we're seeing in that in that core. You know, Tatum's been, you know, we held held out you uh, here today, and then we've got some guys there in in the secondary. They're just growing with confidence. Uh, you know, Fentrell had an interception. Um, I think we got a couple you know here today. I mean, it was it was good to see and you know, the competitive spirit. I think you know Jerry Jones is coming off one of his best weeks uh, you know throughout uh, you know throughout you know, the week of practice. And I mean, it's 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 exciting to see that confidence um, you know show up and just the way that guys are are, are continuing uh, to grow and how they're playing. Hey. Um... Were you able to have more of the offensive linemen available than you were last week? And then also, I know you've been working different guys in the center position this spring. How's that? How's that going for that group? No, I mean it was good. We still limited a couple guys. You, um, you know, Julian was was unavailable on on Thursday, uh, Thursday, but was back out there today. It was good to see him. You know, uh, you know, back and working. Um, you know, at center. You know, we are trying you know, to. to Maurice has been so steady for us in the last few years, and you know, great leader for us up front. I mean, um, but you know, making sure that the the battle for that that next center position, who is that going to be, and to be able to have you know two or three guys that, that can do it. Um, I know Casey's been getting a lot of work there. Uh, Quayshon Sapp is, is uh, you know getting a good amount of work. Darius with it. We threw in there for a few series there today. Um, you know, just you know, being able to to have those guys as as their 
as they're growing and building and confidence and all the things that they can do. And then, um, you know, like uh, we know during spring, I mean, we're going to, we're going to push the different combinations and we want to see that. We want to see, you know, how guys respond. I mean, you know, as we get a little bit further into fall camp, you know, there'll be times where we do that, but, you know, really try to settle in more on, on specific uh, positions. But, um, you know, it was good to get some of the guys back. You know, Schrader was back here uh, today. Um, and uh, you know, so it, we got, we got some good work. You mentioned Patrick Payton performing well today, and obviously he had a, a good scrimmage last week as well, according to you guys. I guess what what has stood out about his play, and then secondly, Mike, just the defensive end room in general with, with Derek McClendon leaving. I guess like who has stepped up with those uh, extended opportunities? Well, I mean, it's a you know, you know Pat is a, a very talented. You know, young man, and uh, I think that when you watched last year, you saw the flashes, you saw the uh, potential. But you know, I think he's taken a lot of ownership in you know the details and trying to to be you know be better against the run at times. You know, just in in condensing space and playing with technique and fundamentals. You know, he's got a great ability as a pass rusher. Um, but you know, that's been a big, a big you know, challenge for him, and it's one of the things that uh, um, you know, seeing him grow in that, and you know, he, you know, he him, you know, Jared Verse. I know we talked about that you know, earlier. I think it was this last week or you know, two weeks ago. Just you know, his buy-in when it comes to that, and just being more detailed and fundamental. Um, you know, seeing that fundamental growth. Um, has been really good. I mean, I like what I'm seeing from Gilbert. You know, transitioning. He's a guy that's played a lot of football this last year. Um, but we know we knew when he's coming in that would, the opportunity and potential that's ahead of him is. I mean. It's extremely high, and you know he's, he's learning and building confidence in what we're asking to do. You know, he's playing faster, playing more physical. Um, you know, really, you know, you're trying to show up and, and showcase that consistency, and and then you know it, it does provide you know opportunities. Whether it's you know uh, you know guys like a Byron Turner, you know, I, I had a couple of good plays. You know, got a quarterback sack today. Um, you know, I know that I saw. Um, you know, I, I think that you know our defensive our defensive front has a, a lot of flexibility that can show up and we get some guys that are inside that can play outside um, you know guys that we can that we can move around to be able to attack in in, in different matchups um, you know I'm, I'm excited about the, the potential we have you know I know he's not going through and doing much this spring but like you know a guy like Jaden Jones is you know he, he's kind of an x-factor guy for us I mean unbelievable size um, you know, a, a agility, ability. Um, you know, he's doing you know his rehabilitation as he's coming in, and uh, you know, you sit there and you see. I mean, he's already put on I think close to 15 pounds. I mean, he's pushing over uh, 240 pounds now, and maybe closer to 250. Uh, the guy's you know almost six six. I mean, it, that you you see and feel um, you know the strength that's that's developing. But um, you know, I, I like I like the room. I really do, and I think it's uh, you know it's exciting you know about where it's going, and, and you know it's all stemming from the competition we have. Hey, Mike, you, you spoke a little bit about, you know, the linebacker spot. How much growth have you seen out of Omar, and, and what do you see from that group? It's a lot of experience coming back, but you also have some young guys you could mix in there as well. Yeah, I mean, I think Omar is going to be a really good player here. And, uh, you know, you see, you know, last year he played, you know, some as a freshman, and it was, you know, just learning that transition, you know, you're, you know, for all the different things he did in high school, he's you know just coming in. Um, you know, I think that he's he's definitely taking you know 
great steps for us. And you know, he is a playmaker. He's a guy that flashes. You see him. You see him show up. He's got, uh, you know, he's got physicality within the core. But then, you know, when he has to go out in coverage, I mean, he's, you know, he's good. He's a good athlete. And so, um, I really like what what he's doing. Um, you know, Brennan Gantz has been a guy I know I mentioned last week that, um, you know, he's he's fast. He's a, he's a, you know, athletic. You know, he provides a lot of a lot of flexibility. You know, in regards to that, Stephen Dix is, uh, you know, moving better um, than what than what he has coming off the injury. Um, you know, this off season, you know, I like what I like what I've seen with him. Demarco is, is really, uh, you know, for a freshman that's you know just starting. I think he's you know, he's he's definitely shown up, and I mean, he runs and hits, and that's something you like with with a young linebacker. There's still a lot of things he's going to have to you know figure out and and improve upon. But um, you know, when you have those top you know those top three that have been established, um, you know, through over the, you know without the year, and then you have got competition for guys pushing them. I mean, that's that's exciting, and uh, you know, I think we've really done a, a good job in. And the evaluation of a guy like an Omar Graham, uh, you know, you sit there and, you know, I think what DeMarco will be able to continue to grow and do, I mean, it's, um, and then obviously the other guys we have coming in, we're, we're excited about that position. Have you seen uh, Ventrell kind of get more and more comfortable? It seems like he's, I mean, he had a couple of turnovers lately. How, how's he doing since he got here? No, good. I thought he had a really good week and, uh, you know, but, you know, he had a, uh, I want to say might have been Thursday at interception or maybe it's Tuesday, but um, you know he's uh, I mean he's really you know coming on and uh, you know I, I think that he's a guy that's played you know much like Gilbert's played a lot of football but when you come into a new situation you know maybe a couple new techniques terminology uh, what I love about just his work ethic and uh, you know he is he is a uh, Incredible teammate, you know. You sit there and just, you know, the the way that he's he's locked in with the guys that are around him, um, you know, trying to either you know learn from them or listen to them, or also you know try to help provide his insight for the things that he's done. Um, you know, it's we've got some great challenges. You know, the the uh, our receiving core, I feel like is is going to be really good. Um, and I think that our defensive back room is going to be really good. So those guys go at each other. Uh, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be forced into some one-on-one plays and one-on-one opportunities, and you know you got to take advantage of it. So uh, I think he's really uh, you know building in that confidence and is, is playing fast. And you know, like I said, had a big play today. Yeah, Mike, you said the quarterbacks had, besides Jordan, had an up-and-down day. I guess I was hoping you could expand on that. What what did you like from the, that group of the backup quarterbacks? What did you maybe not like and they need to improve upon with, with the opportunities they're getting? You know, some was, some was decision-making. Um, you know, there's a couple plays where guys really tried to do almost too much, um, you know, in the moment, whether, you know, if there was a, you know, Sometimes the best play is is an incompletion, and um, you know there's all different all different things that will show up in spring ball. Uh, you know, if a guy has a mistake or a guy uh, you know is you know doesn't win or you know whatever might show up. I mean, just being able to show the reactionary process of of what you're what you're going to do and your ownership of the downs, your ownership of the situations. Um, you know, and then there's times where you just gotta. I mean, when it's there, you gotta stick, step, throw, and and put the ball where it needs to be. And you know that was done in on, on really well in some plays. And there were some plays that when it were you know we met we had misses. And um, you know there that's you know I'll, I'll go back and watch the film and get to you know. It's it's easy to sit there and watch a quarterback and say, well, this, this is not good or that's not good. And then, you know, as you as you get a chance to get a, a sense of the bigger picture, I mean, it takes, 
you know, it takes you know, ten guys around it to be you know where they need to be uh, you know for rhythm and timing. Now, if somebody's too deep on a route, or if, if there's a um, you know somebody gets beat up front, there's a lot of things that might flash and, and adjust. But you know that's that's part of the learning process for these quarterbacks. And uh, you know I think that. Um, you know, I mean, they're all very talented. They all show, you know, showcase their ability and talent that they have. I mean, you're just looking for that consistency. And, um, you know, guys have, you know, you all had really good days, um, you know, throughout. I mean, I thought, I mean, I thought last week it was, uh, was good to see. And, I mean, there were some times today that, you know, Brock looked like a, like a freshman and he had also had a couple of really good plays. So, I mean, it was, um, you know, as we continue to, to add installation and, you know, it's not just for that one position, it's for, you know, an entire offense, um, you know, with some new faces and guys that are, uh, that are, you know, working uh, to, to establish themselves. I mean, it's, it's just that overall control and command that, that I'm, that I'm looking for. And, you know, that was some of the up and downs today. Mike, I want to ask you about the tight ends. Um, you know, you've got a lot of versatility in that group. What, how do you envision them kind of helping you out this year, especially offensively, um, getting them in the flow, maybe getting them more into the mix? Yeah, I mean, we got a we got a talented group, and um, you know, I think, uh, you know, you know, the guys that we have returning. I mean, Marquiston, you know, Preston's played a lot. Uh, you know, Brian Courtney, you was able to play some this this last year. Uh, really excited about Jarrell Powers. I mean, he's got a great future in front of him. He's just he's got to continue to grow up. And then, um, you know, you look at the newcomers that have that have you know joined us. Um, and it's those two are really really impressive players. And you know, Kyle has uh, you know, had some good plays today. You know, there's some things that you know he's got to you know clean up with some of the details. But I mean, the way the way that him, the way that James come in, you know, just learning the. Learning the language. I mean, obviously, there's it's a lot in playing. You know, the, probably the two positions in this offense where it's the most volume or, or you know tight end and you know obviously quarterback. And um, you know, for those guys to understand all the flexibility uh, that this offense presents, I mean, it's a lot to learn. And uh, you know, I think they've done a really good job in that. And uh, you know, there's a lot of competition that, of what they're doing, but they also see the the opportunity and the versatility that they can that they can have within what we're doing and just how how dangerous that can make us. It feels like we've watched, you know, this progression for Josh Palmer now over these last couple of years, and it's been steady, but it almost feels like maybe it's taken a jump. Sometimes a practice, I mean, he looks very dominant. Um, what do you think has been the key for, for him there? Oh, you're right. I mean, he has been dominant in, in practice, and he is, you know, I, I really believe that, um, you know, he, it's just the reps. It's the time. It's the time in the meeting room. It's the you know confidence in what he's being asked to do, and and just how he's applying that. I mean, he's a, he's a talented individual. I mean, strong might be one of the strongest human beings we have on this team. I mean, just hand strength, power punch. Um, you know, he had uh, you know he's got great movements. I mean, he's just he's a he's a fun player to watch and coach. And and I'm telling you, like I say with full confidence, he is just scratching the surface. Like he is. Like he's got an unbelievable potential in front of him, um, because there's still a lot of things technique-wise he has to be better at. But you you see the you see those moments where I mean just how good it can be, and we need him to you know continue to take those steps. But you know, I mean, and you talk about nine practices in, um, you know, most improved players that you know, I mean, he's definitely in that conversation. This has been a guy that's played for us. And, uh, you know, he is, you always talk about guys, you know, having to define a role or create opportunities. And I think that he's, he's doing that. And we're just, uh, you know, excited to see the consistency show up, you know, play in and play out. 
Mike, I, I got a non-scrimmage question, but I want to ask with the transfer portal window opening up in a couple weeks, how much with, with, with your research when you look at a player is involving with analytics? I mean, how much do you look at, you know, different factors going in, geography, things like that? How much of that plays a big factor in looking at a transfer, bringing someone aboard? And how much do you rely on just maybe your own personal gut feeling about players? Um. You know, I, I think each situation is its own. We, you know, we look at analytics for all things, and you know, we try to have, um, you know, a baseline understanding of things that that maybe have shown up in the past or things that have been more successful than than uh, than others. I mean, you sit there and you you watch, you, know, you look at the analytics of of guys and success per per snap and, and opportunities where they where they've aligned, what they've done, uh, regardless of position. And then, but it still has to fit us. You know, what are our needs? And I think that's as big as anything. And um, you know, it's one thing that I've tried to take. Um, you know, I take a lot of pride in is making sure that the you know, the evaluation of how somebody's going to fit and what we need, what we need within our team, and uh, you know, we we talk a lot about that fit, and uh, you know, we definitely have a special family here, and we want guys that are going to come in and be a part of that, uh, that are going to be willing to work, that are going to be willing to, to, you know, pour all that they have into making this program, you know, what we know it's it's capable of. of of being and uh, you know because of that that will allow them to go out there and be their best with the competition and and the guys that we have around them and uh, you know, I think you know as you guys get to get to meet and and know the the players we have coming in whether they're high school or whether they're you know transfers I mean it's you know we've got some really good young men and guys that um, you know they take a lot of pride in in what they do but uh, you know, also take a lot of pride in who they get to do it with and it's something that, that makes me uh, makes me proud and uh, you know, I've, I've, I try to I try to pour everything I have into them, helping them on their journey to where they want to go. And uh, we we absolutely expect the same thing as as you know, they're on this uh, they're on this path for, with their career. All right, thank you, coach. All right, thanks so much. All right, first question will be Irish from Awesome. Brendan's gone first every time, so I had to jump in here and just try to. I like it. Battle backwards. I like, can't be at the back of the line all the time, man. It, it speaks volumes of your character. Now, come on. Um, Coach said that uh, you know Jordan didn't play a ton, but looked real efficient when he was. I, I want to ask you a big picture question about him, just from something watching at practice. It almost seems like when he does take off and run now, it's almost like, oh yeah, he's got that too. Like, like how much, how far has he come in terms of that's not even really the first way you guys look at him to to hurt people. Nah, Jordan's quarterback. You know, and he's just especially talented to have the athletic ability that he has. But his mind is what makes him unique and differently because how he sees the game and his decision-making skills. You know, he knows, you know, he's an athlete, so when things break down and, 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 and it's not what it's supposed to be or the timing is off, he can make a play. But, you know, he's playing quarterback, and, and, and he's, he's been so locked in with it. What I've like loved about Jordan is his preparation, you know, because, you know, you have to limit him some, but, you know, his preparation remains the same. And, um, and that's why he's, you know, being able to perform like he performs. Following up on that, since I was the second one to ask a, a question, uh, with Jordan, Coach Travell said today he just keeps getting better, and, and that's such a big thing when your best player, one of your better players, gets better. I mean, for you to see that growth from him, I guess how exciting has it been that he he's taken this as seriously, I guess, as you guys probably would have expected him to this this opportunity in 2023. Yeah, he's taking ownership in his own growth. 
you know, as coaches, we want to push him far, but I believe he has an expectation for himself that's so high that he's trying to reach that expectation, which is keeping him focused and keeping him locked in. You know, you're watching his decision-making, his control of the offense, his ownership. And, of course, he still has things he wants to work on. And, you know, you would tell him these things, he would tell you the opposite. So he's just taking that ownership into his own hands and really taking responsibility for the offense. And, and he knows it. And he's, he's operating at a high level. And I, I just want to go back and say, again, his preparation. You know, because a lot of times you get worried when you, when you limit a guy. Is he locked in? Is he still going to take the reps as he's taking them? And, and, and he does that at a high level, which is, you know, when he does get the reps, he's, he's performing at a high level. Um, Coach Radio today, um, Coach Norvell mentioned that, you know, um, the, the, well, Jordan has a good day, but the three backup quarterbacks kind of, backup quarterback kind of um, up and down days, what do you see from them today? Yeah, um, you know, we threw them in some tough situations. The install got bigger too, you know, so they got to be decisions making. Also, some different situations. So we threw them in some in some real situations, and 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 you know, you saw some good and you saw some bad. You know, you saw whether it be you know fourth down situations, whether it be they're long, they're short, just decision making and things like that, and having to scramble with those things. And also, you're in there with them, you know some young old linemen, some young receivers. So sometimes things break down, and and where do you go and what's your response? So I think if we continue to put them in those challenging situations, we'll see the continued growth. But as the situations increase, we got to do a better job of handling those different situations that we're throwing them in. Because a different situation each time. I'll go back to Brendan. Same, man, just being there, we've seen Kentron Portera at practice be uh, consistent in how he's performed. But Coach Atkins, Coach JP were asked about him today and just the growth they've seen from their vantage point. For you, I guess, what's been his biggest area of growth uh, this this spring, this offseason. <coughs> Talk about Fuller. Said a problem. Oh yeah, Tron is Tron is he. You know, Tron has been here since the beginning, and um, he, he's earned his way. You know, you know, he, he's he's kind of like the 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 unnamed soldier that we have because he is he is he is the true development. We talk about development. We talk about Jordan and things like that. Tron is that on the outside of receiver. You know, we, we talk about the guys we brought in, and Tron has been here, and now he's developed himself into being a real weapon, and um, and, and it's exciting to see him and Darion. So, you know, you have those guys you bring in, but you also got those those kind of homegrown guys that have been putting the time in the weight room and really developing themselves and developing their skill set. Tron is the example of that, and now you're starting to hear his name more from the counterparts, and he's worked his way into that. So that's that true development we talk about that, you know, you go through with those young players that have been, you know, sitting here since the beginning. Next will be Aslan Hazavani from Morgan. In terms of the scrimmage performance from your guys up front, I guess kind of how you characterize the way the offensive line played and was today as much about cross training as it always is, or uh, you start maybe dialing on a couple guys, finding maybe some spots you feel a little bit better about where they can perform. Huh? Yeah, we had some some guys that got a little comfortable, so I threw them in some different spots. You know, you know, whether it be changing from left tackle to right tackle with. With blessing Julian and um, you know some different center center guys, you know Darius, um, you know um, Casey, um, Sap, you know, and playing some guards. So I'm always gonna give them those challenges once they feel good and comfortable in the offense. So I think we've gotten to that point. We get into the second scrimmage where they're having a good grasp on what to do. 
Um, it's just now, all right, now that you're comfortable, you know, I'm going to make you a little bit uncomfortable. Can you still perform that if you're on the other side? So it's that continued growth of, of finding that con- – when it's going too good, I'm always going to switch it up and create a different challenge just so they can keep fighting through something. So we're starting to get to that point. So I guess I could say I'm pleased with the knowledge. We're not having as many missed assignments. They're starting to understand what we're trying to do with the different fronts and things that the defense is presenting. But now, you know, it's a unique challenge because, like, now you know guard, right guard. Let's see what you can do at left guard. Let's see if you can flip it in your mind. So it's been it's good to get to that step of the development. So yes, cross training is becoming a big deal for it right now. Yeah, from what we could tell in practice, I mean, look, Casey Roddick obviously, you know, he's he's played a lot of college football. He can block guys. He can do the physical stuff. The transition to center, like, what's how, how big of a challenge is that since you hadn't really done it before? And how's that coming? Yeah, center is that deal where, you know, you do it in CQ, is perfect. You do it in Indy, is perfect. You do it in inside, is perfect. And then we get to a team, it's a little bit more thought process. That ball, as consistently, has to be snapped better with the thinking involved in operating the real offense 11-11 football. And you can't simulate that, so you got to put them out there and let them do it and just kind of give him some location skills. But I think he's growing in it, you know, um, and I think it's helping us and creating that depth that we need at that position if we need it, you know, or have to go to it. And he's a guy that's an old head, so he, he, he picks up the offense really quickly because he's played a lot of football. He has experience, so as long as he can hear the concepts, he's pretty well-versed. It's just more thinking in the 11-11 when you have to snap the ball and also hold different cadence and, and things like that. But I'm very pleased with Casey Roddick, man. He's a good football player. Kind of a, a two-part question on the same topic, Alex. Number one is, is who did you see stand out in the run game today? And then just number two, uh, what have you seen from that group? Uh, you have such a deep group of running backs. What have you seen from them and the competition internally uh, this spring? Man, I met with the running backs. We had an offensive meeting. I, I, I pulled the running backs separately, and I just told them, you know, thank you. Because those guys have, you know, they, 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 you know, they, they, they've been the workhorse of the offense. Whether it be in practice, example of finishing plays post-whistle, finishing in the end zone, um, you know, physical runs, protecting the football. You know, I've been really proud of the growth of that group. You know, Rodney had a good scrimmage, the last scrimmage. Then you watch Trey and LT come out today and, and, and really go do it. I mean, it went live and wanted to go live. And that group's mentality, you know, is, is, is elite. Coach Johnson does a wonderful job of the mentality of the room, how they attack the days, how they play for each other. I've been really pleased with that room. and, and and just throughout this whole spring, that's, that, that's been one of my favorite rooms as far as mentality of how they're attacking practice. We'll go back to Ira. Man, I wanted to ask you about the one of the things that happened in practice this past week was when uh, Jared Burst kind of started jawing at Jaheim, and Jaheim had a really good rep against him, and you, you got pretty fired up. What, yeah. what, did, what, do you, what do you like about him? And, and I guess just those tight ends in general in terms of their physicality. Well, Jaheim is a, is, a, is a unique player because he can do a lot of things. And I think a lot of people criticize the physicality part of his game, but he has that, though. I mean, he's down there in half line going against, you know, Verse, who's a really physical player. And, you know, he got, a, got after him pretty good. And, you know, and Verse was excited for him, too. He told him good job, you know, because he saw that come out of him. And that's what you want when you're creating those kind of competitive drills and competitive moments, the I can of it. And, I um, mean, he came off. 
tight hands, tight elbows, and he's a powerful dude, man. Now, you know, you know, that matchup is not ideal for us. You know, we're not trying to create that. But if it happens and, 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 and he can do it, I mean, that, that makes us very unique and very versatile. So I was proud of Jaheim because he's been making himself uncomfortable and doing some things he might not necessarily see he wants to do, and he's attacking it. So, man, he, he's a special football player, and I like the way he's pushing himself to grow out of those uncomfortable situations. Yeah, Coach, um, it seems like Ja'Kai Douglas in practice is constantly getting open, winning his routes. Um, what growth have you seen from him, from him this year, and um, how do you do today in the scrimmage? Ja'Kai's very, very similar to that situation or that conversation we talked about with Tron, Dan Williamson. Ja'Kai's been here since the beginning, and he's been developing and getting better and becoming a weapon. I remember he missed quite a part of the season last year, and as soon as he stepped in, Ja'Kai's made some big plays here at Florida State. I mean, you go back to to, to the – to the, to the catch against Notre Dame. You go back into the, the third down conversions he's had. I mean, he played, played some running back head carries. Ja'Kai's had some special moments at Florida State, and I think now he's kind of grown into his own and being that veteran player for us. But Ja'Kai's a really good football player, very versatile, can play the outside receiver inside. We can line him up at running back, and his quickness gives him a unique advantage when he's in that slot position. But Ja'Kai's had some big plays. You go back to, you know, in the Miami game when he caught the the um, – the inside fade route to get us going in the red. I mean, he has caught, he has played, he has had some big time moments at Florida State. So uh, he's a good player, and you know we're lucky to have him because he gives us a, a comfort level of being able to go in multiple spots. Jeremiah Byers, a guy like that that's played so much football, like, is, is that a luxury as a coach? Is it a challenge? And I guess maybe how have how has your mindset evolved in terms of what Jeremiah can be for you guys up front? I like Jeremiah because he knows um, how to attack. And his, his attitude makes him different than most players I've been around where he loves practice. And I'm going to be honest with you, I played O-line. I don't remember if I loved practice. I wasn't too excited to go out there. I mean, I knew I had to do it. I knew that was my role. But he loves practice. He loves the preparation. He loves the process. So Jeremiah is going to put himself in position to have a lot of success. What I need from him is more consistency in the focus part of the game. You know, just like we talked about with those young quarterbacks, he's played a lot of football, but now I need to see that growth of taking the ownership and being a veteran player that understands down and distance, understands what my stance has to be and the consistency of it, my eye discipline, where am I looking pre-snapped, if I'm giving away the plays or not. So I need to see to take that next step beyond just running plays and blocking. And if we can see that come from him, he can help this football team a lot. Hey, Adam, how's it going? Hey, Ben, how are you? I'm oh, good, thank you. Uh, initially, just your, your first impressions of how the defense performed today in the scrimmage. What stood out? What did you like? What do you guys need to clean up on? I mean, there was a, there's a lot of plays there, you know, and, and, you know, it's hard to hit it with a broad stroke. Um, but, you know, what I did like, you know, I didn't think we started great. There was some execution and make a play things that should have showed up better for us on our side of the ball. Um, it was good to see the offense, you know, make some executable plays there. Um, but I did like as the scrimmage went, you know, if there what, you know, we had a bunch of three and outs, you know, had some takeaways, that stuff was great, but we did give up some explosives. There were some drives that continued, um, offense making a play here and there, but I thought our response within the drive of, you know, kind of standing up, whether it was the ones, twos, or threes, I thought that was good. You know, that, that's a positive to see, you know, these reps in Doak are invaluable just because it's a game day type preparation for them, limited meeting time. 
uh, take the field, tackle football. Um, but you know, overall, we got a lot of players' reps in a lot of different situations. We're able to sub in and out, uh, both situationally and just one for one. So, you know, overall, good clean day for both sides of the ball. Hey, Coach. Um, Coach Norvell mentioned that Josh Farmer has been dominant uh, at times this spring. Um, at times, he said he's still scratching the surface. How much fun has it been to see him start to really scratch that surface? I mean, you've been watching him this whole time here. Yeah, I mean, just it's funny. You know, I'm having some of those guys over the house tomorrow, and on my phone it popped up when Josh and Pat and, and Shaheem got here for the first time. They came over the house, you know, at the pool, and I have this picture of those three guys. I guess that was three years ago, um, and just the difference they look like now. You know, especially you see it in Josh. I mean, he's just gotten just you know his shoulders, and you know you guys see it too. You've been here, and now to see that catch up with him playing football. So he's gotten bigger, stronger, more powerful, but the technique is now coming along, which allows him to use all that. And um, his confidence level's getting better. You know, from that first Louisville game this year to the end of the year, he made strides. I would say he's made as many strides from the end of the bowl game to now. So he's kind of doubled up on his improvement. Um, so, you know, there's no ceiling on where it's got to go. It's just got to be everyday improvement from him. But we're seeing the fundamentals and, and the trust in, in, in Odell. And, you know, I just I like the direction that he's headed. Hey, Coach. Uh, we heard from Minor Bell talking about Jerry and Jones this week, having one of his best weeks of practices. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about him this spring camp and then what you saw from him during scrimmage this morning? Yeah, I mean, let's talk from here, this camp on, you know, because he made legitimate strides last year. And, you know, when players grow in your program, seasons end, but the growth or whatever momentum or lack thereof they have still continues. It's not a stop and start. It's more of a continuation. I do think he's taken last year's better play and he's doubled down on it. Um, He's always known he's capable, but it gets in your head when you're not playing to the level that you want to play. And so now he's had a little bit of consistency within, you know, play time, within some success. And, you know, we're moving around now. He's playing both corner spots. He's playing nickel. You know, so I think that's helped his confidence because now, you know, look at me. I'm able to play a bunch of different spots, which builds, you know, just confidence. And uh, we only do it because he's capable. Um, you know, he, he made a really good play last scrimmage on one-on-one with Johnny. Um, he's continued that this week. Um, you know, he, he's battled through, you know, different positions. He's battled through competition. And I just think the grit in the situation that he's been put through is building to become a better J-Dub. And, you know, I'm a, I think he's got a bright, bright season ahead of him. Um, but that will only come with the investment, and he knows that, and that's part of the success of it. It seems like there's been a steady flow of, of takeaways this, this preseason camp. And Coach Norvell mentioned, I got takeaways. I got you. Um, it, it sounds like Coach Norvell said there were some as well today. Uh, is that just a matter of having a lot of guys returning or just confident in this game? Or is there anything you kind of put your finger on as, as why it's been uh, pretty much a day in, day out, multiple takeaways? Yeah, I, you know, Takeaways come, you know, sometimes you could be in the wrong position. They throw you the ball, they just fumble it, and you jump on it, right? And so those are unforced errors, but we all count them, right? Um, you know, I'm, we're more focused on as a staff of the habits that create them. You know, and those are ball distractions. Those are ball disruptions. 
Those are physical takeaways. You know, those are capitalizing on loose balls and mistakes. Those are near sideline recoveries. Those are tip balls. You know, those are outside hand waves. It's just so many things. And so what we do is, you know, we try to rep that throughout the offseason. So they're just, they quantify. And now, you know, as players get older, you know, it's repetition. Uh, it is a learned skill. There are some natural guys that are around the ball. But, you know, I do think it's a learned trait. And I know this. The faster and more physical you are, the more takeaways it usually comes. So within depth, within experience, uh, within comfortability in the scheme, you can play faster. It's all a habit of it. Um, but I, you know, we chart ball disruptions and takeaway attempts um, as much as we tack. You know, the end result's easy. You can count to four pretty simply or three. But it's the volume and the quality of the other ones that will create the numbers down the line. So um, those are the things we harp on. I've had years where we've come away and we've been top ten in the country, and I've had years that we've we've dropped down numbers. But I try not to judge it by the totality of numbers. Um, I try to judge it on the habits, and those are getting better. Hey, Adam, I know uh, one of those takeaways today was Ventrell. I know he's kind of been a regular mission takeaway guy this spring. How impressed have you been on you with him coming into a room with so many new guys? I know Coach Bill talked about how impressed he's been with how natural he's kind of been as a leader right away. How impressed are you? I mean, maybe the experience in the game helps with how natural he's taken to that. I think Ventrell's, you know, movement into the program and, you know, his leadership has all just come by the way he carries himself. You know, he's... He's not an overly vocal player at this standpoint, um, but that's his personality. But he shows up because he's consistent. He, you know, he tries to be his best every day. He's prepared for meetings. He's prepared to play, whether it's perimeter drill, one-on-ones, or seven-on-seven, seven, you know, pursuit drill. He's pretty reliable as far as being there, being accountable, uh, and being somebody that you can count on. Um, you know, I'm glad he's, he's got some ball production today, which has helped him. We saw him have a nice open field sideline, actually sideline tackle last scrimmage. So we're seeing a complete player. Um, you know, we've also repped him a little bit at nickel this week too, you know, trying to open up his game and just put him in more situations within the defense to try and accelerate that growth within our program. And, um, you know, Fentrell's, you know, he's eating it all up day by day and, um, you know, I think he's fit in pretty seamlessly right now um, you know, with that group. And we'll go back to Ira. You know, we know you, you'd like to rotate defensive linemen as much as possible. Um, is linebacker a position where you'd like to have a lot of depth, not just because of injuries, but just you want to rotate guys? Or is, and how many, how many linebackers do you think you guys will have that you might be able to count on going into the next call? That's a great question. Um, you know, there's only so many. There's only so many um, scholarships. So you, you got to put them in certain positions. I think where the depth at linebacker really shows up is in the kicking game. You know, you, you need those bodies to cover kicks, to protect kicks, to block on the return units, uh, just to match up with other tight ends and running backs that are out there. And nowadays, when you know you're, a lot of teams play with one back on the field, so your numbers at that position aren't very high. A lot of teams are playing with one tight end on the field. So now your numbers at the – some teams are playing with two linebackers on the field. So your numbers have dropped down. So you got to make sure in those position groups, those are all similar body types. And in order to defend each other on the field, they're in 11. So there's one back, one tight end. you got two linebackers out. You're two for two. But in the kicking game with all that space, you know, there's a multitude of different body types that you got to be able to match up with. So, you know, I think in the past, 
you know, when your linebacker group is really good, your special teams have really been impacted in a, in a positive way. And so, you know, yes, it's going to help. If we have five to six linebackers that can play, that's really going to help us on linebacker depth, but it'll make our kicking game that much more substantial. And I think that's part of the development at that position. Following up on that, I know it's super early in his career, but saw some good things from DeMarco Ward during Thursday's practice. Uh, sounds like Coach Arbella's pretty happy with how he's progressed. And I guess at this point, Adam, are you feeling comfortable with, like, we hit on this evaluation that he will? Uh, he has the potential to develop into something pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's super early in the whole process. Uh, but for a, for a high school player to come in and take the reps that he's taken, you know, that's a credit to him. Now, I know he's been down there a lot with Coach Shannon and um, – you know, the linebacker staff, I think his development has been on, on time, and I think he's working at it. And, um, you know, we'll see where that goes from this year standpoint. But, you know, there's just so much work to get done with these guys that just got here. But, you know, definitely he's getting a, an abundance of reps right now, and usually that'll usually pay off down the road. Coach, seems like Akeem and Shaheem are, are two guys that play with a lot of confidence. They both look like they're physically well put together. I mean, what, what sort of things are you hoping to get out of them here in the next, you know, seven sort of practices for, for a next step? And is Quindarius at a point where, as a true freshman, you, you feel comfortable maybe putting more on his plate at this part of the spring? Well, Akeem and Shai, you know, they've played a lot of snaps here. Um, and so that's got to show up. You know, it's got to show up and playing with a little bit more anticipation um, we've got to we've got to make more ball plays back there, and you know when the ball's in the air, we've got to make sure that that ball ends up in our hands. You know we've we can be better at that spot at this point in the spring. I think you know the safety with moving Duke there. I think it's added some you know some a group that I'm excited to work with. But we need more production at safety at this point in the spring. Um, that's got to happen. Run game, pass game, um, leadership in the communication, um, and I don't question that it will, but it needs to happen like now. Um, you know, Quindarius, I would say he's as far along as, you know, some of the freshman corners that we've brought in. Um, you know, they're all a little bit different. Physically, he's, he's as skilled as anybody we've brought in from a standpoint of to be able to play Division One football. Size, speed, um, he's got competitiveness to him. He's pretty comfortable around the, around the ball. Um, I think... You know, I had the meeting with him last week of, you know, he's done some really good things. I've seen him progress. I'm seeing the coaching. Um, I, I watched Coach Sertan's drill tape, and then I watched the team reps, and you're seeing those things applied. So that usually will help a player get better. You know, I just sat down with Quinn last week and said, this race to the end of spring is critical for you to be able to gain that momentum to bring into the summer so that these fall camp reps will count from a standpoint of actual football reps for, you know, this fall, you know, you know, I'd like him to be able to help us, um, you know, with some depth and, you know, all signs point that that's going to happen, but, you know, there's still ways to go with these, with these early enrollees. Next will be Corey Clark from Warchant. Yeah, Adam, I kind of wanted to ask about the other side of the ball uh, and the receivers particularly. Uh, Johnny's his own thing, so we won't even count him. But what other receiver, maybe one or two guys, have consistently shown up, given your DBs problems, maybe had a couple of big plays today? What other guys on that side of the ball have you seen really step up here in the first nine practices and today specifically if there was one? You know, I, I'm going to talk more in the totality of spring than today. Um, you know, I, I think 
Tron has been really good. You know, I think his growth on our football team, you see it on special teams film from last year. You know, there's a lot of teach tapes that Coach JP will show, and Tron's at the front of it. And that stuff is carried over to offense for him. And, you know, he, he's got a big catch radius. His routes, he looks faster, and his routes look a lot crisper right now. Um, you know, another guy that I think is really, you know, he's an earlier enrollee, but, but um, Dre Jacobs has really shown up. I think he's flashed. His ability to play the ball, um, you know, is really remarkable. Just wherever it is, he really reacts to it, gets his hands in a really good place. Um, you know, Ja'Kai Douglas has flashed against us, you know, a number of times. You know, you can just, you can kind of go down that list, um, but those are the guys that definitely have caught my attention um, and our attention, and, you know, we're excited for it. Thanks, guys. Our first question will be for him to know from those two four seven. Hey, JP, how's it going? Hi, Brandon. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, I'm not sure if the how live the reps were uh, on special teams, but curious just to get your thoughts on on the performance of punters and and kickers and how those guys did today. Uh, you know, I, I thought really the the special teams work that we got today was really very good. Uh, we went competitive reps um, in in a punt period uh, where we were trying to um, give some different looks, work our punt scheme. Uh, each unit, the first group and the second group, each got, um, I think, overall, I think they got six total reps um, with each one of those units. And then uh, we had we had live all, all our field goals were live today. Uh, so we got good good work in terms of our protection, good work in terms of, of the block unit. And I really thought our kickers had a pretty good day. Um, you know, I don't have the stat sheet in front of me, but, um, it, they, you know, I think overall they, they had a really good day. Um, and, and the competition this week has been really good. Last week, uh, you know, co- starting from last Saturday's scrimmage, if you, if you take the block kick out of it, which is, which is a great thing for our pride unit, I don't think it had much to do with the kick itself. Um, our kickers didn't miss a live kick this whole week. Um, so that was, that was definitely a positive. Uh, I know we, we uh, missed a couple today, but I think overall, though, the work was really solid. Hey, on the, on the return um, groups, I mean, we talked a lot about punt returner because um, Mike is not available, but um, how many different guys are getting looks at kick returns and are you doing any of that live at all or no? We haven't got there yet. Uh, when we get to the back half of, of spring, which uh, will be starting um, you know, next week and then right after uh, Easter, we'll start working kickoff return as a unit. Uh, as opposed to just the fundamentals that that go along with kickoff return, uh, so once once we get into that, we'll do some more uh, competitive work in terms of a full kickoff return. Um, but really, for us, the way we build our spring, it's it's all fundamentally structured. Um, a lot of of competitive situations that we put guys in. Uh, we don't really get into full unit schemes until the end of spring, uh, and that's really just to, to get them exposed a little bit to the scheme before we get into the summer and fall camp. Um, but that will start, uh, some units will start this coming week, and other units will start uh, the following week. Next will be Essen Kaplan from the Tallahassee Democrat. Yeah, Coach, um, on Thursday, Patrick Payton had a block on a field goal attempt. As a special teams coach, when you're watching that, What's your reaction like? Are you kind of excited for the the block, or are you kind of like this will be on fix? Like, what's your immediate reaction to something like that happen? That, that's a great question. Uh, it, it's definitely mixed feelings. I'm excited about the block. 
um, because you know if you have the opportunity to block kicks, uh, you can change games. And a guy like Patrick Payton, uh, with his length, if he can get good penetration on, on his initial get off, and he can get his his arms up, which he was able to do, uh, he's just so long uh, that that he can really impact games that way. So I love to see that, uh, you know, because I, 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 I really we all know here how how that affected games a year ago. Um, and and so I want to build on that 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 you can go block kicks. Uh, and then on the flip side of it, obviously it's something we got to to get fixed. But uh, one thing I, I am very confident about, and and a lot of it's in how we practice. Um, you know, we do a lot of live field goal work, and um, you know that that makes both sides better. It makes our protection better, and it makes our our. Uh, field goal block unit better, and um, you know so so I know that that having that opportunity to coach the field goal unit after the block is as valuable as anything because when you just kind of go two steps and stop like I know some people probably practice it doesn't that never exposes where your weaknesses are so we know exactly where we need to to get better and uh, Pat coming through and blocking it just was an opportunity to show that. Hey, Coach, you know, with, with Derek's departure, it seems like, you know, Byron Turner saw maybe a little bit more opportunity at, at practice on Tuesday and Thursday. How have you seen him kind of maybe respond? Has there been extra sort of workload on his shoulders moving forward? Yeah, you know, so uh, Byron, you know, is taking advantage of his opportunity. I think he's probably had his best, and I'm going to include today in it, uh, his best three days in a row that, that he's had since he's been here. Um, you know, he's – where I've been impressed is he's been really – uh, solid fundamentally, and his execution of the scheme has been on point. Uh, so, so I've, I've been really pleased with with his progress. You know, he's a guy that you know really through his first couple of years here battled some injuries, so he didn't have the accumulated reps that that maybe some other guys have have had an opportunity to get. And um, he he's he's looked really good over the course of the last week. Hey JP, we spoke to Adam just a little bit ago, and he mentioned this idea of having the depth of linebacker kind of helps the, the kicking and return game and, and things like that. I want to get your thoughts kind of on, on what you've seen from the depth from that position and how it's helped the, the return game for you guys once you, once you guys get going on it. Yeah, you know, so I think probably as, as football has is, is kind of changed a little bit um, in terms of just how offenses are and, and then defenses recruit to, to fit against what they see offensively, um, you know, the big skill positions, the tight ends, the linebackers, you know, what used to be the fullbacks, the bigger safeties, you know, those are, those are at such a premium because you don't carry as many of them on your roster as you used to. You know, when, when teams, when offenses used to be more two-back teams or, or bigger personnel groupings, there was a, a ton of tight ends, fullbacks, linebackers, bigger safeties that were on your roster. You don't really build your roster like that anymore. So those big skill bodies that you need uh, to, to play on those special teams units, there's, there's fewer of them. But when you have good linebacker depth like we've been able to, to, to have here now and, and create, uh, that certainly helps because I need as many big skill bodies as I possibly can. You know, we have a, a, a lot of DBs and wideouts and, and skill bodies running around. But to have those big skill bodies, um, that's critical in terms of, of how you build your special teams and the depth that you need within it. When you guys are working on some of the pass rushing stuff at practice, uh, it seems like 
Pat is doing a lot of, not just relying on his speed. I mean, like he's kind of challenging guys, kind of bull rushing. Is that something you guys tell them in those reps, this is what we want you to work on, or is that something he's desires to work on? Uh, you know, I think both. You know, what, what I asked of those guys in, in the pass rush reps uh, when we do the one-on-one -on -one pass rush is to do things that are necessary for you to become a complete player that you're uncomfortable with. You know, Pat is, is a speed first. That, that's where he, his rush is generated. Well, for him to become a complete player, you have to have the ability to translate that into from, sometimes from speed to power. So practice it. I mean, that's the only way you're going to get better at it. On the flip side with like Jared Verse, you know, he's a physical, more of a power rusher. You know, I, I try to challenge him in those uh, pass rush one-on-one uh, -on -one drills. Try to do something different. I know you can power rush. We, you know, that's your strength. You know, now, now work on working more of an edge and see if you can bring that versatility to your game. So, you know, constantly it's, it, you're always looking for ways to, to become a more complete player uh, without ever drifting too far away from what your your strengths are because um, I don't want them to change their game I just want them to add more tools to their repertoire uh, coach Fuller was asked about like what receivers been giving them kind of problems on defense and he mentioned Kentron was a guy that's played really well and he he said it kind of started from the way he's been performing on special teams as the guy who's responsible for that and obviously such a big part of what coach Arrell wants to do when a guy is sold out and invests in special teams and it pays off on his side of the ball, I mean, I guess how fulfilling is that? And is that like a teaching tape moment that you show to the younger guys to, to prove to, you know, be focused on the details on special teams? Yeah, you know, Kentron, I think, is, is a perfect example of what, uh, you know, how Coach Norvell builds uh, the culture of this program. Um, he, he has an improved every year like dramatically in terms of how he's performed on all of the special teams phases. And I don't think it's a coincidence that you also see his production and his play at wideout kind of improving at the same the same uh, pace. And and it's and it's not necessarily because um, I just think it's the way he's invested in everything. You know, I I I think it's it's I, I think a reflection of it is how he does in his special teams, but you see him in every part of his game just growing and, and getting better. And, and um, you know, I think that, you know, from Coach Fuller's answer, Tron is a great candidate to say, you know, who's the guy that gives you a lot of trouble because he always seems to show up. JP, you guys have had obviously some success on, on the ends when it comes to the transfer portal with Jermaine and, and Jared. How much of, of that is, is analytical research, how much of that is gut feeling? I mean, how, what's kind of involved in assessing some of those guys? Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, with Kier, with uh, Jermaine, with Jared, um, you know, there, it was twofold. Um, one, obviously, their, their play spoke for themselves. Um, you know, they all they have different skill sets, all three of those guys that I mentioned. Um, and then I can add Gilbert into that. But uh, they all had that physical traits that we liked on on tape but when we got to know them they also fit what we're trying to do here from a culture standpoint um Jermaine Kier Verse those three guys came in and they're as hard working as anybody on, on the team um they're tough they're accountable they're they do what they are asked to do and they they handle their business like a like a pro um and those are the type of guy I think that's why we've had success with in 
big picture in the transfer portal um, is because I, it's not just the physical skill set, it's also the fit. And we do, we do uh, a thorough evaluation in terms of the physical, but you also have to have the right fit in terms of how they're going to fit into the team because this is a different day and age. The, the team dynamic has now shifted a little bit because we didn't used to have the opportunity to get guys come in who are older or more veteran. Um, and now we have that, but you, can't, you don't want to ever ruin – uh, the team dynamic. So whoever you add to the mix is going to change the team a little bit. So you got to be um, really careful and really thorough and really smart in terms of who you add and, and how you do it. All right, we're going to go two more. Next will be Brendan. Earlier when we were talking, Coach Norvell, he mentioned Jaden Jones as someone who can be an X factor when he's able to, to, to go 100%. And granted, we probably won't see him this spring, but when when we do get a chance to see him, I guess, what can we expect from him? And what have you seen from Jane? just kind of how he's handled his rehab process and getting ready for whenever that, that time comes for him? Well, the thing I've appreciated about Jaden is we talk about maximizing your opportunity. And that's all relative to the situation that you're in at the, in that moment. Um, you know, he can't do a lot of the physical right now on the field. But what he can control are how, he, how he's handled his nutrition how he's handled his rehab, how he's handled the weight room. And he's put on some really good weight. Um, he's doing a great job in terms of gaining some muscle mass. Uh, he's, he's getting after it in terms of, of his rehab. And he's really attacking the meeting room uh, in, a, in, a, in a way that um, I'm proud of him for. Just He's not going to get the reps right now. But the questions he asks, uh, he'll send me film clips uh, on his phone of things that other guys did at practice and you know he's asking what they could have done better how I would have coached it different and so he you can see he's really invested in learning so when his opportunity does arrive that he's prepared for the moment all right last one will be Ira hey you know it just dawned on me that um Tyler is learning a new um a new he's got a new operation you know like the I think we've, I've just been thinking that those guys are back from last year, but, but they're new for him. Has that been a challenge for him at all? And, and are you seeing him get more comfortable? No, no, Tyler's comfortable. Um, I, think, I think for two reasons. One, those guys put in a lot of work on their own uh, in January and February. Like, Tyler didn't wait till spring ball to, to really kind of get, get going. So I think the work they put in uh, in January, February absolutely is, starting, is showing up and paying off. But also his demeanor. Like, He's a very low maintenance specialist. He, you know, he kind of, he has a little bit of a swagger to him that I don't think he cares who's snapping it or holding it. He's going to kick it. Um, and, I, and I appreciate that about him um, because it is such a technical position. Um, he's kind of got that, that little bit of, I'll make it. I don't, I don't care who's holding it. And uh, um, I think that, that's, that shows up in how he plays the game. All right. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, guys.